Here's an actual active shot of what's going on outside. I, of course, did not have any clue that I would be discussing weather, teaching about weather this Sunday morning, but that's the way it is. We do have a news flash here. Okay, so uh, this is a statement made by the uh, premier evolutionist in the world, Richard Dawkins. Evolution has been observed, it's just that it hasn't been observed while it's happening. (laughs) Whenever they come into uh, conflict or have a problem explaining something, they just use this uh, tincture, M-O-Y, millions of years, it's an evolutionary superglue, instantly bonds a needed change to any evolutionary timeline. If you're having problems going from single-celled organisms to multicellular organisms, you just use a drop of this millions of years evolutionary superglue, and that instantly bonds it. I'm not going to waste any more time on that. Works best when applied to unknown common ancestors. So, weather in the Bible, confidence in the scripture. And I, you know, we're inundated with this um, climate change. I don't let them call it climate change. It's global warming. You changed it because we're not experiencing global warming. But my contribution to saving the planet is this. 78% of this material is recycled. Now, everybody's talking about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. No one. Well, here's the guy that does something about it. Old man yells at the cloud. So here we see, I don't think that this is Photoshopped. I don't have any proof, but that's, well, and he's out there yelling at the cloud. And again, another cloud formation. And he's out there yelling at the clouds. So, Job 37 Six, for to the snow, he says, fall on the earth, and to the downpour and the rain, be strong. I don't know about you, but to me, snow is not one of my favorite things. We have actually two long driveways. We weren't very smart when we bought up in Sheboygan. We have a very long driveway. But fortunately, when we were up there, we got a snowblower. First summer we were up there, got a snowblower. Haven't used it. <laughs> you guys got more snow than we did last year. This year, we escaped it. We got back in time. When we, weren't, when we were up there, we didn't get any snow. Without snow, very cold temperatures can freeze the soil deeper and deeper. In wintry climates, this could lead to damage of root systems of trees and shrubs. So the snow acts as a protection. Snow prevents extreme cold temperatures from harming plants. Snowpack typically acts as a natural reservoir, providing water throughout the drier summer months. Job 37.10 
from the breath of God, ice is made, and the expanse of the waters is frozen. Now, we understand that that's not actually true, but we know that's just a metaphor of what is going on. And in thinking about winter and spring and summer, this came up. Finally, my winter fat is gone. Now I have spring rolls. As Dr. Henry Morris wrote, and this would have been some time ago, 1993. It is interesting that this book, the oldest of the Bible, contains more references to snow, ice, and frost than any other book of the Bible. This is despite the fact that Job's homeland was in what is now essentially Possibly the effects of the post-flood ice age were still very strong in Job's day. In any case, the beautiful phrase, treasures of the snow, is both appropriate and prophetic. Its crystal structure, though mostly in the form of delicate six-pointed stars, is endlessly varied and always intricately symmetrical and incredibly beautiful. The snow is a treasure in other ways as well. The winter snowpack in the mountains is often called white gold because of its indispensable water storage season each spring to provide life continuously when irrigation in the desert and needed food supplies. The snow also aids in maintaining the planet's chemical cycles by returning various elements <coughs> and nuclei of its flakes back from the oceans to the lands from which they were leached and transported by rivers to the oceans. When the snowpack becomes a glacier, it can greatly assist in the breakup of rocks to form fertile soil. <coughs> in the scriptures, its pure white color sins be as scarlet, they should be as white as snow. The Lord promises those who come to him for salvation. Isaiah 1, 18. As the snow comes down from heaven, so comes the word of God to ask the souls, as in today's text, hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow? Job 38:26. Thank you. And Henry Morris had a profound influence on me when I became a Christian in 1971. I went to a seminar, a weekend seminar that he hosted in 1972, and from there I understood the creation-evolution debate. So what is the average annual snowfall in Alaska? I'm going to give you some choices here. I remind you the test is next week. The final exam is next week. If you've missed any of the Sundays, get the notes from your neighbor. You go, my neighbor doesn't go to church here. Well... 65 inches, 85 inches, 100 inches, 115 inches, or 215 inches. Have you picked? Okay. It is not 100 inches. It's not 250. It's not 115. 65 inches of snow. Oh, Derek got it right. <laughs> a couple of his kids. Okay, we got a couple people got it right. Matthew 16, 2 and 3. But he replied to them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning there will be a storm today, for the sky is red and threatening. 
Do you know how to discern the appearance of the sky, but cannot discern the signs of the times? And they're listening to Jesus Christ, the Creator. So, I wondered, how many times does the word storms appear in the Bible? Four, seven, ten, fifteen, twenty-five. What do you think? This one surprised me. It's not ten, not twenty-five, fifteen, seven times. Here they are, all of them. So I don't know about you and eBay, but I've just, um, okay. <laughs> Revelation 11.6. These have the power to shut up the sky so that the rain will not fall during the days of their prophesying. And they have power over the waters to turn them into blood. Where have you heard that before? And to strike the earth with every plague as often as they desire. Psalm 148.8 Fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind, fulfilling his word. Lightning. You probably don't think too much about lightning. You probably just like shy away from it. Here's some interesting statements. Which of these statements about lightning is false? Ready? 20 million lightning to ground strikes per year in the United States. Worldwide lightning hits the ground 100 times each second. Lightning helps plants to grow. Lightning strikes kill about 100 people in the U.S. every... By the way, back to this one. If it strikes a plant, that's not going to help the plant to grow. But in general... I saw somebody go, no, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> lightning strikes kill about 100 people in the U.S. every year. Johnny Lightning is a brand of die-cast model cars launched in 1969 by Topper Corporation. Who are they competing with? Hot Wheels. So I lost my sound. Have you, have you made your choice? Which one is false? None of them is false. That is correct. They're all true. Imagine worldwide 100 lightning strikes per second. Kills about 100 people. But we have that shark week, don't we? Where everybody is scared to death. I looked it up. In the U.S., six to eight people per year are killed by sharks. In the, U, in the U.S. A hundred by lightning. Yes? How far away? Um, I don't know. How much? Ten miles. Do you know how to tell how... Do you know how to tell how far away the lightning is? You count. 
light, the light gets there almost instantly. The sound travels at 1,100 feet per second. So when you see the lightning start counting, one, two, three, four, five, that means it's a mile away. The strike was a mile away. Lightning. The reaction helps our Earth maintain its electrical balance as lightning helps transfer negative charges back to the Earth. Without this exchange, the electrical balance between the Earth and the atmosphere would disappear in minutes. And there's the reference. Here's an interesting video, at least to me it is, maybe not to you. When lightning strikes water, Lighting helps fertilize plants. Our atmosphere is about 70% nitrogen. Nitrogen is diatomic, it's N2. But this nitrogen exists in a form that plant life cannot use. Plants don't take in N2. Does anyone know what they take in? Nitrate, well yeah they do take in CO2. I'm talking about nitrogen. They take in nitrates, they take in nitrates sodium nitrate, potassium nitrates, and they can take in ammonia, and that help, helps them to grow. Lightning strikes help dissolve this unusable nitrogen in water, which then creates a natural fertilizer that plants can absorb through their roots. Lightning also produces ozone, a vital gas in our atmosphere that helps shield the planet from rays of harmful ultraviolet radiation or sunlight. You've heard of ozone? Do you know it was one of the 30 to 40 catastrophes that was gonna to happen to the Earth if you didn't use right guard and left guard? Or if you did use, then this stuff was supposed to go up into the atmosphere and kill the ozone layer? Well, as a Christian in 1971 and on, all those dire warnings of catastrophes coming up, I just started ignoring them, saying, no. You do realize we've already just been through the Ice Age in the 70s. They said, an Ice Age is coming. The ozone layer was going to be depleted, and we were going to be crispy critters. So that's forming ozone in the atmosphere. And then, Laura, my probably favorite movie around Christmas.
the snap of a few sparks, a quick whiff of ozone, and the lamp blazed forth in unparalleled glory. Did you have a, a racetrack when you were a kid? And as the cars would jump off the track, a little spark, that was ozone you were smelling. Didn't kill you, did it? Here we see the New York Times. It used to be a newspaper. This is June of 2027. Electric cars now killing millions. And I think that's their plan. So the idea is this ozone shield around the outside of the Earth helps to shield us from ultraviolet radiation, which is harmful. And I just pulled this up yesterday. Ozone is O3. O3. Oxygen, the oxygen you're breathing is O2. And it's, there's an equilibrium between the two. I won't go into that. Psalm 107, 29. He caused the storm to be still so that the waves of the sea were hushed. Job 37, 10. It changes direction, turning around by his guidance that it may do whatever he commands it on the face of the inhabited earth. And I think I have somebody to read this for us. Mark 34, Mark 4, 35 through 41. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. Let's just pause there for just a second. I, I love this map. How many times have I already used it in this class? This is the proposed pathway that they were going across the Sea of Galilee, which we now call Lake of Gennesaret. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and the other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so the boat was already filling. But when he was in the stern asleep on the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? One of the versions in one of the Gospels, I, I did not look it up. I could just hear the disciple. Who is this? Who is this? So if you're on that trip, you'd probably want to stop by and do this. By the way, for the next video, Lori has samples of Dramamine back there who, for those who need it. Do you remember why they called it the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. The explorers crossed over and looked at the that this ocean said, oh, this is very peaceful. And they called it the Pacific Ocean. And it is 
incredible compared to the Atlantic Ocean, the storms they can have out there. What's that? Oh, t 10 times more, not 10, but more, more violent than the Atlantic Ocean. Revelation 16, 9. Men were scorched with fierce heat, and they blasphemed the name of God who has the power over these plagues, and they did not repent so as to give him glory. Now, my lovely assistant is going to talk about this next slide for you. So we introduced the roadside dog sightings. This next video is not actually a roadside, but it is truly a dog sighting and very cute. So we decided to include this very cute um, video, grandchild of Marilyn Fairchild. My name is Beatrice Lynn Fairchild. I'm four years old, and I saw a great blue heron and flying over Wildcat Creek, and it landed on a rock it, it, on my way to Grandma's house. Uh -oh. All right, the score sheet is in. Judges, poise, 10 out of 10. Content, 9 out of 10. Cuteness, 12 out of 10. Posture, 10 out of 10. Dismount, 1 out of 10. <laughs> and the com comments were, needs to work on the dismount. And for those of you that are into replays. You can see she did not stick the landing. <laughs> so here's an interesting, probably a GIF, probably a video that's been turned into a GIF. And here's some questions you m might ask yourself. Thousands of rivers on an hourly basis dump billions of gallons of water into the oceans. Go out to the Wabash. Notice all the water that comes by. What is the source of all this water that keeps pouring into the oceans? Where does all the water go? Why doesn't the sea level increase? And primarily, why am I standing in this river in a suit? <laughs> <laughs> the water cycle. The ancient Chinese, along with many other cultures around the world, followed their own myths. The Chinese believed that a dragon king manipulated the rain, water, hurricanes, and floods. The Australian, thank you, 
thought that the rainbow serpent was accountable for, for reproducing rain. The ancient Greeks believed that water flows out of streams and rivers, emerged from a large subterranean freshwater lake, linked to the surface area of the world by gorges. The answer to these questions was not understood until the 17th century by French scientists Pierre Perrault and Edme Marriott. 5,200 years before the French scientist duo, God already stated this fact. The Bible is not a scientific book, but when it speaks on scientific matters, it better be correct. Agreed? For he draws up the drops of water which distill as rain from the mist, which the clouds drop down and pour abundantly to man. Job 26.8 He binds up the water in his thick clouds, yet the clouds are not broken under it. By the way, this is something I've done hundreds of times. We could set up this water cycle in the lab. And maybe some of you have if you've taken maybe an advanced uh, chemistry course. You take a Bunsen burner. Take a round bottom flask, which has a side neck, thermometer. And then a condensing jacket, a condenser. Pour in cool water, let out the probably warm water. This provides a jacket for the steam to condense on, and then you collect it. By the way, as a chemist, you're looking at this going, that's cool, pretty nice. There are two mistakes in this diagram. Anyone know what they are? Right here. If you're just purifying something, boiling it over, it's probably not that big a deal, but you're supposed to put the thermometer right at the neck so you know the temperature of those uh, uh, fumes as they are condensing, especially if you're trying to do some advanced distillation processes fractional distillation. So that's one error. The other error is um, a little more dramatic, and it's right here. If you, put, if you put cold water up on this side here, sure, it'll flow up, and, and it'll just go out, and it won't completely fill the condenser. You've got to put the water out up above so that it will fill up. Right? And you definitely don't put the cold water here and let it come out there. So for those that want the actual, accurate, scientific explanation, that's what I would say to that. Ecclesiastes 1.7, All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. To the place from which the rivers come, there they return again. Amos 9.6, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth? The Lord is his name. Uh, a little bit before science discovered that, right? I just saw this morning as I was working out, um, 
one of the evolutionary gurus talking about the Big Bang. We were wrong. Did you adjust your theology to compensate for the Big Bang? If you did, they're admitting there are parts of it, they're wrong. I don't adjust my theology, my belief in God's word to what science says. Pardon me, to what scientists say. So you've seen half of the rainbow, right? And of course we know that rainbows that are evil and are convicted of a crime are put in prism. (laughs) Not to worry, it's just a light sentence. (laughs) Pa-dum-pump. I don't know, it might have been one of your kids that did the pa-dum-pump in my class. They probably did. So you do not see the entire rainbow, but you could at 30,000 feet. Interesting. It's time to see something like that. Those are beavers. Okay. (laughs) So here's a diagram that you will see in an earth science textbook. And you'll notice this remarkably fits hand in glove with what scripture teaches. Instead of just calling it evaporation, you can have evaporation from the land or from the sea. They call it evotranspiration, condensation, precipitation, and runoff. So I don't worry about this water that's polluted. The sun beats down on it and purifies it, sending it into the air, coming down in a pure form. You may not like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So you spend 79 cents on a bottle of water. I'm sitting there at Frontier. A guy across from me is drinking some bottled water. I said, can I look at the bottle? Picked it up. Bottle in Peru, Indiana. (laughs) I started laughing. A teacher in Peru is reading a bottle. Bottled in Lafayette, Indiana. (laughs) I'm only upset because I didn't think about bottling water and selling it to people. Okay, make sure your water's been tested. Make sure that it's pure. Okay, enough. And of course, they can get a lot more complicated in talking about the water cycle. cars at the bottom are not traveling 100 miles an hour, so this is somebody used time lapse showing when we went to the car this morning it was blowing cold air I said to Lori, cold front's coming through and it's possible snow tonight James 5 17 through 18 Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. And he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the sky poured rain, and the earth produced its fruit. How many of the plagues, the Egyptian plagues, dealt with weather? Zero? One? 
two, three, four, ten. Let's see, there was a yellow plague, the death, black death. You ready? Have you made your selection? It's not zero. It's not two. Not ten. One. One plague. And then I have a little weather report. 500 and I did look at the weather report here in West Lafayette to see what was coming up. I guess we're in Lafayette. We live in West Lafayette. Our weather's not that different, is it? So I think my favorite small chariot advisory. Okay. So there are the 10 plagues of, of Egypt. Water turned to blood, infestation of frogs, influx of gnats, masses of flies, livestock died, outbreak of boils, pounding hailstorm. That's the one swarm of locusts, overwhelming darkness, death of the firstborn. So I uh, was looking at this a couple weeks ago, and I noticed it said there's a likely risk of severe weather today. Wind, tornadoes, and hail are possible, but wind is the greatest threat. Stay aware and be prepared. Wind is the greatest threat. I just want to do an unscientific poll. How many of you have had nightmares about wind? Anybody have nightmares about tornadoes? <laughs> okay, smatter. I've never really been afraid of wind. I try to compensate when I have a shot into a green if the wind is blowing, but okay. Maybe they should reword that. So, I mean, you have access. We don't use Google unless I want to use a map. So on average, 80 deaths each year attributed to tornadoes. Okay. Lightning, about 55 fatalities per year. I think earlier it was 100. I don't know. It's, you know, somewhere in that range, 50 to 100. So I've, I've even heard things about this. Don't use duck, duck, goose. You know, these, these uh, search engines track you. I don't know about you. 15 years ago when Google came out, I thought to myself, how do they raise money? Well, now we know 15 years later how they raise money. They sell your information. How many Americans are killed by wind each year? And I got these answers back. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll try to remember that. Does your mommy know you're using the computer today? <laughs> 7,000 comedians out of work, and it's that Berean guy asking brain-dead questions. Is there any way we can block him? Hey, Hal, I think that kid from Lafayette is online again. Uh, you're aware of what happened in Rolling Fork? Terrible. It's not very big. It's not very big at all. Uh, less than 2,000 people. 
So here's somebody who obviously before March 24th drove through the city. I don't even know if we, a town, not a city. Just a normal town in the south. They don't even have a dollar and a quarter tree. Almost hit by a dump truck. turn up here and travel through the entire town. The day after. Heartbreaking for families. Let me recommend if you hear a tornado warning that you take refuge someplace. This was an EF4, somewhere between 166 and 200 mile per hour winds. I'm not here to explain God's actions. There are some things that we can understand, other things we just cannot. But I know this, Romans 8.22. We know the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. And finally, to end on a positive note, Psalm 148.
thanks. So I'd like to give thanks to the pastor who allows me to teach. We still haven't broken through in, in Wisconsin. And by the way, we're on our way there soon. Um, Wisconsin, like Indiana, has four seasons. They have almost winter, winter, extreme winter, and then blistering summer. So I appreciate being able to teach. Drew and Steve, as they take care of the sound for us, to the many who contributed. And as soon as you write these names, you go, I forgot somebody. Carolyn, Jake, Hank, Kelly, Doug, Heather, Derek, Earl. Still haven't got it right. Closer. Willie, who always helps me set up. Oh, by the way, I've heard Emily and Jake are working on a song. They've got the melody and the first verse, but they're working on the second and third verses. And it's a pastor, like a shepherd, leave us. <laughs> so they're... They're working on that song, and I think they, they're going <laughs> Was that a Wednesday night? <laughs> Kids would say to me, Mr. Clark, I never want to make a mistake in your class. <laughs> the security team who prevents people from storming, storming in here and <laughs> causing damage to me, and then to my lovely assistant. And so five weeks, it's been fun. I enjoy it. Thank you for your attention.